There were six of us. Yeah, this died ten days ago. Whoa, Sergio, did you hear that? I did. What was it? Do you mind explaining to me a novice at this? <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, what you just heard, everyone, and Sergio, was our very <laughs> new... Why am I not part of everyone? <laughs> well, you're right here. I was addressing the crowd, the gathered assemblage of bodies that are listening to this podcast. Okay. And you, who are in the room. Okay. Um, that's our new theme song. Is it? It is. Wow. How'd you score that? Uh, I emailed the band, and they were really nice. Technology, man. It's um, taken over. Yeah, that song is A Beat For You by Pseudo Echo. They're an Australian new wave band. Um, horror fans should know them as the people who wrote the song His Eyes, which um, I, I think her name is Violet, dances the robot to in Friday the 13th Part 5. Wow, that is a very specific reference. It is, but everyone who is anyone will know it. Okay, wow. So I guess I'm part of everyone then. I guess not this. T- that no. That's why I separated you because okay. you have. Oh, you have seen it though. You I remember have? the song? No. Which one was that? Is that the one with the little kid who gets killed? Uh, no. Um, that one. Never mind. It doesn't matter. Is that the one with the useless characters that just keep popping out to die. Yes, it is. That's the exact one. Okay. 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 But um, I was. I don't know. Just as we kind of progress towards a more semi-professional podcast situation, I was like. I want a song that has more than one instrument in it, mm-hmm. but still evokes like our 80s horror kind of situation. Well, and I demanded it too. I was like, if I'm going to be here, we have to step up our game. Yeah, exactly. We, we need, need to, some we real need to, music. We need something that earns the regal presence of Sergio. Mm-hmm. I'm Brennan, by the way, and this is Scream 101. <laughs> yeah, and I'm Sergio. Our loyal followers, <laughs> <laughs> our loyal followers beyond Twitter would have realized that. Yes, um, but that's our new theme song. We wanted to kind of switch things up, and I love Pseudo Echo, and they were super nice for letting us use that, and mm-hmm. that's going to be our theme song from now on. Um, R.I.P. the old theme song. I did like it. I just wanted something that was actually created by musicians who know what they're doing instead of me uh-huh. on a computer synth. I enjoyed it, too. You did pretty good for a first-timer. Thank you very much. For Okay, go ahead. Anyway, um, <laughs> this is whatever it is. Scream 101. We review horror movies from our yeah. two perspectives. Yeah, and so what's our theme for this month? Our theme for this month is aquatic horror. We're deep in the blue sea at this point. We're on week yeah. three. We're going to be reviewing the 1989 Australian thriller Dead Calm. But first, our 10-word reviews. Oh, yay. Okay, so let's hear those out. Okay, should I start? Yeah, Um. go ahead because I'm losing my... Um, go ahead. <laughs> Kill Bill Volume 1, a breezy exercise in style for style's sake. And... Kill Bill Volume 2. Worth it for Daryl Hannah's bathroom scene alone. Okay. Um, my review for Kill Bill takes up uh, for both features. It's one review for both movies. Yeah, that's why um, I uh, did both of mine. All right. So Quentin Tarantino's best story through two movies. This is very simple. Great. Um, <laughs> my review for The Black Coat's Daughter is generic plot but thrilling atmosphere. Mm. I wouldn't disown this daughter. Um, my review for the Black Coat's daughter is as engaging as it is slow, Emma Roberts kills it. She does. Spoiler alert, quite literally. <laughs> she does. Hey. Go Emma. Ah. Oh. My cat is playing with a pen with a feather on it 
and I tried to take it from her, and she literally batted my hand away. She's pushing me away like a like a real boss baby. Uh. Um, uh, uh, Wonder Woman, solid war movie and superhero flick. DC done did it. Um, again, mine was really just whatever. Uh, DC's first good film. Please make more. Great. Thank oh, you. that's an earnest plea from a fan. <laughs> yeah. Or, oh, oh, As someone who saw both Suicide yeah. Squad and that and other Batman one. Batman v Superman. Yeah. An like, aspiring fan. I want to be. Uh-huh. It's like, I want to be able to give you my money in earnest and yeah. say that you've earned it the way Marvel has. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, here is the plot of Dead Calm from 1989. Ray Ingram, played by Nicole Kidman, and her husband, John, Sam Neill, struggle to overcome the sudden death of their young son. In an attempt to move past their loss, the couple take their yacht out for an extended vacation trip. While far out at sea, they come across a sinking schooner and rescue the ship's sole survivor, Huey Warriner, Billy Zane. Huey claims the crew of the ship died from food poisoning. Though Ray is empathetic towards Huey, John is suspicious of his story. As well he should be. Um, we're uh, spoiling this movie, so get ready. Billy Zane's not a nice guy. He isn't. I thought, based on his work as the mummy in The Mummy. Was eh. he the mummy? He was the mummy. Okay, yeah. Based on his... The male mummy, not the not the hot one that we got going on right now. Okay, yeah. Yeah, based on his performance in Titanic, I was like, he seems like a real nice guy that I would get along with. He's always been the villain. I guess it's something about those eyebrows, you know? Such beautiful eyebrows. Only a villain would spend that much time on his eyebrows. He was ahead of his time because, like, he He really was. He was getting them done before, like, we were paying money to do that to ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we actually previously reviewed a Billy Zane film. He was in Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight. Remember that? Again, where he was a villain. Yes, he was that tempting. That's all he does. He's a a poor character actor, this guy. He was so good in Demon Knight. He was okay. I still think that's his best performance, but he's good in this also. Is he American? I guess. He's the only one with an American accent in this movie. Yeah, but he wasn't he British in the other one in Titanic? Was he? I think so. I don't know. I guess he was. I, I, I don't care about the people in Titanic. I like the boat exploding. You know, the other day I saw this. this I like Kathy Bates. Yes, she's great. The other day you saw this. Um... I saw a pair of pants that had Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> with, with on little them. Billy Zane pictures. No, on <laughs> it had Leonardo DiCaprio's face and roses uh-huh. on them. Okay, that sounds lovely because he's in love with Rose. Yeah. Um, I guess they couldn't get Kate Winslet's likeness for these pants. Probably not. She was like, "I'm not having it." These Leonardo DiCaprio pants <laughs> with this movie. Um. Well, you know how um like Hot Topic sells Harry Potter stuff, but they sell like Gryffindor and Slytherin. Mm-hmm. Like, what if people just like sided with the villains for all movies. So there was like the Leonardo pants and then the Billy Zane pants. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. You'd buy a pair. Yeah. Like Billy Zane and a little gun. <laughs> I guess that's, yeah, that's what you'd associate with him is his love of, I think money. It'd be Billy Zane and money. Yeah, no, but well, I, well he just has his little gun. That he's going to like kill Leonardo with. Yeah. Was it's only great. One scene, though. There was more scenes with him and money than there were with him. I don't remember guy. any other scene with Billy Zane. We can rewatch it. Was he in the paint me like one of your French it girls tonight. scene? We can rewatch this movie tonight. That's okay. I, I want to keep my three hours. Thank you. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, we review all movies on scariness, campiness, FX, and quality. Uh, what was your scariness score out of five out screams? Out of sank screams, you say? We. I gave it a proper three. Okay. Pourquoi? Pourquoi tu dites? <laughs> um, oui. Uh, I thought it was good. This was pretty much like, it wasn't really a horror film unless you're counting about the last five minutes of the movie. It was oh, yeah, more it, a, it turns very much into a sleeping with the enemy style. Yeah, it was a tense thriller. Yeah. Um, and I dig those movies. 
Like there were parts of the movie where I was like, okay, what's happening next? I'm on the edge of my seat. Yay. No, don't go in there. Why would you do that? You know, those kinds of reactions that you uh-huh. have. Um, and so I dug it. Great. Um, I enjoy this movie too. I've actually seen this one before. My parents showed it to me a long, long time ago. Um, yeah, I was, uh, I'm going to give it two out of five screams because what? I don't know. I don't think thrillers are scary necessarily. They're not, um, but I think they're more engaging than the average movie. No, you're right. I just, my, my, like idea of purity for what scariness means just doesn't totally match what dead calm is bringing, mm-hmm. even though it's good at what it does. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a part where Billy Zane pops out from behind some curtains. That is kind of, it's a good jump scare. What part was that? Um, when she's like, she <laughs> shoots the harpoon through the door of the oh, bathroom yeah. and she accidentally kills the dog. Mm-hmm. And then, um, she goes into the hallway and she's like, Oh good. Billy Zane's gone. I'm going to sneak away mm-hmm. and look at this dead dog and be sad. But then yeah. Billy Zane's like, boo. Yeah. Not to like, okay, PETA, if you're a member of PETA, like tune this out, know that the dog was probably not harmed in the making of this movie, nor do I as a lover of dogs and a dog owner condone the harm of dogs, but that (laughs) dog deserved it. It had it coming. That dog deserved it. It was no use to anybody. It caused more problems than Billy Zane did. Yeah, no, the dog literally did more damage to Nicole Kidman than the, Billy Zane. The dog was an enabler of Billy Zane's yeah, terrible behavior. Because she tried to throw away, like, the, the engine key or whatever. She tried to throw a key. I knew the key was important. I don't know what it was for. Key it, to her heart, whatever. It, it somehow controlled the engine, and she threw it in the ocean, and the dog went and fetched it. Yeah, she's like, no, man! Yeah, <laughs> she was supposed to be in the bathroom, but she snuck out onto the deck, uh-huh. and the dog was like, Oh, hey, Nicole Kidman. Hi, hi, hi. Like dogs do. Uh-huh. So you can't blame it, I guess. But then Billy Zane's like, methinks Nicole Kidman is not where she said she would be. Yeah. Oh, and boy. then there was a the part where she went up to go get like the gun or whatever. Um, and the dog was just chasing her around. Yeah. I literally, she, the dog was sniffing at the gun and I totally thought it was just going to knock it straight into the ocean. I thought the dog was likely to shoot the gun because the dog could open doors. The dog could open doors in the weirdest effect. Um, but yeah, anyway, so scariness. Billy Zane incredible in mm-hmm. this movie he the way he plays his insanity and his like desire to be just in this romantic relationship with nicole kidman mm-hmm. is so casual and unforced that you like you don't understand whether he's play acting or whether he just genuinely believes this mm-hmm. and it's so unpredictable and so interesting mm-hmm. i really like Billy Zane. So did you mention your like score for campiness? Yeah, I gave it... Well, no, sorry. We were talking about scariness. Oh, okay. Sorry. I just said silliness. No, I'm sorry. Um, oh, I should mention um, per what Matt Russell... Matt, Matt Russell taught me about this movie is that it was produced by George Miller of Mad Max Notoriety. He's probably going to be like, no, he was known for much more than Mad Max. He's known for Babe Picking the City. <laughs> I love Babe Picking the City. And the Happy Feet duology. Duology. Is that a word? Duology? Is that a word? It's something. Okay. Are you sure it's a word, though? I am sure. Okay. Um. Oh, cool. I I owned Happy Feet. Really? I owned Happy you, Feet. Like you I, like, sh- traded it off to, like, oh, book okay. off or something, I well, think. Well, that's fine. Um. As long as you didn't trade off Mad Max Fury Road, we can still be friends. No, I don't own Mad Max Fury Road. <gasps> that's fine. You own Nobody it. Why would money. I? Yeah, I own it. I, I think I own two copies of it. Yeah, I think you own three copies because I think that's a Blu-ray and DVD copy. Okay, and then yeah, you I had have... the DVD copy as well. So I was like, time to get rid of one of these. Yeah, I think I own legally too many copies of Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> um, but yeah, 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 yeah. So the dog sucks. What's your campiness score? My campiness score is I gave it a two, I believe. Okay. Yeah. 
Two perms. Um, and why, you ask? Because Sorry, of Nicole was, Kidman's perm in this movie? I was burping, um, so I had to hold that back. Um, Thank you. No, not for Nicole Kidman's uh, perm, though it was a great blowout. Um, I thought the ending was peak camp. Oh, God, like the tacked-on slasher movie ending where he shows yeah. up. and he's, Okay, what what happens to him? Tell me. Okay, so the movie ends pretty much when uh, Nicole Kidman rescues her husband because he's been missing this whole movie. Yeah, or been, trapped on a boat. Yeah, on a sinking ship. Mm-hmm. With some fish. She, she rescues him, and I was expecting the movie to end, to, like, to end there, but it just kept going and going. And uh-huh. I was like, okay, so clearly Billy Zane is not dead after she left him on a raft. So... She should have shot him into the ass while she could have. Yeah, I don't know why she didn't kill him. She had no problem killing the dog, okay? She showed no remorse for killing that dog. And neither would I because he was terrible. But, I mean, like, she clearly did not want to harm Billy Zane. Yeah, well, he is still very attractive, Mm -hmm. though evil. Yeah. Uh, So then, like, her and Sam Neill go, like, shoot, uh, go towards the raft uh, that Billy Zane was on that she left him on. Yeah. And they find out that it's empty. Like, oh, so he must have died or something. Um, but lo and behold, like Billy Zane appears least when they least expect it, uh-huh. and he tries to kill Nicole Kidman. Sam Neill comes to the rescue after dropping a tray full of delicious goodies. I know that was the biggest tragedy of that movie. It was a very well done tray. It was elaborate. Well, that that's what allowed Billy Zane to sneak up on Nicole Kidman and spend so much time tormenting her in that final scene mm-hmm. because Sam Neill was just composing this incredibly delicate tea tray mm-hmm. with mango and teas. And crumpets and whatnot. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, so Sam Neill sees that something's going on when he emerges with his tray, and then he grabs this like, what is that? A flare? Yeah, it's a flare. They have, they waste so many flares in this movie. She they used, have so many flares. They found that raft, and she used two flares to deflate the raft. It's mm-hmm. like one, poke it with your nails, mm-hmm. or just like, it's a raft. You could still use it. Mm-hmm. Just because Billy Zane's aura has touched it doesn't make it a terrible raft. Yeah, it's nothing else. Okay, yeah. Um, also, don't waste flares. You're in the middle of the ocean still. Uh-huh. So he grabs a flare, and then he shoots it straight at Billy Zane. Through like, the sail, too. Yeah, and he, like, without... He doesn't miss, like, dead on. It shoots into Billy Zane's mouth, and, like, you see Billy Zane, like, explode. Oh, it was then, so cool. Yeah, light on fire, and then fall into the ocean, and that's how the movie ends. God, that was... I know it was attacked on, like, American ending, because Americans can't have ambiguity, but... I do love the Billy Zane exploding head. Yeah, I greatly appreciate it. I was like, finally, he's dead. We can move on with our lives. Uh huh. Um, I'm also giving this movie two out of five perms. Because although it's a solid thriller, there are some some little campy elements sneaking in. Mm-hmm. Like, what? I was going to say, like, when the kid flies. Yes. In the car crash scene. Mm-hmm. And you see the kid flying through the windshield. And it's supposed to be really sad. But it's just this kid dummy flying head first through the mm-hmm. air and it's yeah. kind of hilarious in a really sick and twisted way uh-huh. um and the, the that that scene where sam neil has discovered that this accident has taken place and he's taken to the hospital the doctor is briefing him like so yeah your son's totally exploded or whatever happened to him mm-hmm. um but your wife she's sustained a lot of facial injuries and that's going to be a little bit shocking for you, but you'll have to get over it or whatever. Yeah. And then he shows up and she's freaking Nicole Kidman with a little trickle of blood on the side of her face. Yeah. It's like cherub like beauty and just a little like, you know, tomato juice on there. Yeah. She still looks like Nicole Kidman, mm-hmm. which is hilarious. Um, what else is there? Oh, there's a part where she's looking through the binoculars at this uh, sinking ship. And she's like, oh, I saw something in between the ship and us. And Sam Neill is like, 
Oh, was it a turtle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why I would you? Why would he think that? I had a really big problem with that, only because I don't know if like a turtle would be your go-to thing. No, of course it should. You'd think it was a lifeboat, which is or what it dolphins. was. Or dolphins or whale. I don't know. I was just thinking there are other animals that you could think it's more likely than a turtle. Yeah. Or like poisonous man of war. Something that Australia has in mm. abundance. What's uh, a man of war? It's a jellyfish. Okay. I don't know if those go above water, though. Well, she could have seen it in the water. Okay. In a in a cresting wave. Okay. Whatever. Um. Yeah, campiness. Oh, I wanted to say a thing. What was... Oh, Sam Neill... He has the hookup, man. He's always married to the most beautiful women. In this movie, he has Nicole Kidman, who is easily 15 years his junior. Mm-hmm. It is a weird couple. Um, and it, like four years later in Jurassic Park, he's with Laura Dern, mm-hmm. who he he like he must be really funny <laughs> because these people are way out of his league. And in the Tudors, about 10 years later, after that. He had a slew of women. Really? Yes. Okay. Well, he was like a king or whatever, right? I think he was so like a priest. That makes oh, gross. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Sam Neill has been with half the cast of Big Little Lies, <laughs> and that seems um unrealistic. <laughs> um. Anyway, effects score out of five, uh, dead dogs. <laughs> what do you rate this movie? I gave it three dead dogs. Man. Okay, great. <laughs> Why did you give it that? Why do um. I like the fires. The fire, like just fire? Yeah, just fire. You're a little pyro. Yeah. Okay. And the lightning shots and the way the lightning hit the boat and then it oh, trapped Sam Neill yeah. like underneath and then mm-hmm. he had to like, don't you think it was cool that he had to like breathe air through that pipe that had roaches in it? Yeah, that was intense. Presumably he had to swallow a few down. Ew, yeah. No, that was gross. Um, I also gave it three out of five for effects. Okay. Mainly for Billy Zane's exploding head because that was a terrific effect. That was a great effect. And um, there's not a lot of effects otherwise. There's some, like, kind of 70s, very bright red blood. Mm-hmm. Um, other than, uh, you know, th- it earned it for the head. That's all That's all I need. Yeah. Um, what do you think of Sam Neill's interaction with the other boat? You mean why he decided to go there in the first yeah. place? I think it was ill-advised. Like, a lot of decisions in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, this was a very stupid couple. I'm not surprised. No, no offense, but I'm not surprised their kid perished before too long because... Uh. They're not good at survival. Hey, if anything, like I know the kid perished under like very sad circumstances. Uh-huh. But the kid was smart enough to unhook himself from like the the back the baby seat. The seatbelt, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how like old this kid was that he was able to do that, but I was impressed. Yeah, like, he had job, some kid. engineering savvy. But yeah, no, I just like one or both of this couple is going to die before too long because they consistently make the worst decisions about maintaining their life. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, what were we talking about? The dumb kid. Oh, why he decided to go on the boat. Um, I do think, because I think he wanted to go to the boat to investigate Billy Zane's claims mm-hmm. because he was very suspicious of Billy Zane. Why would you leave your wife alone with someone you're suspicious of then? Wonderful question. Um, I don't know. Sam Neill's dumb. <laughs> uh, life finds a way, Sergio. <laughs> Billy Zane finds a way. Okay. Um, what's your quality score? I'm excited to hear what you thought about this movie. My quality score gave it four. Ooh, that is rare for a first time Scream 101 watch for the Sergio. Um, yeah, I gave it four. 
I found very interesting from start to finish. Great. As aforementioned, it was more a thriller than anything else. Which you do respond to more. Which I do like, you know, as someone who is currently watching the Netflix original series, The Keepers, which is also a thriller series slash, you know, docu-series. Docu-thriller. Yeah, like, I mean... You know, there's something about the chase and what's going to happen next that keeps you on the edge of your seat and keeps you watching and glued to the TV. And that's why I gave this movie a four and not a three. Yeah, okay. I totally respect that. Um, I'm giving it three out of five, but a high three. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just very picky about what I will give fours or fives to. I think this is a completely solid, very enjoyable Mm -hmm. thriller movie. Mm -hmm. But I think it's a, a little average for a thriller maybe mm-hmm. um but it's completely engrossing and nicole kidman is great mm-hmm. there's a scene where she's racked with sobs over the death of her child and i was i was right there with her mm-hmm. i'm usually usually in those scenes i'm like oh this is silly mm-hmm. but i was she's still very good it was one of her first major roles mm-hmm. or maybe her first starring role in something um and she's really really good mm-hmm. um yeah, that that uh, what was I gonna say? Mm-hmm. Well, one other thing that I liked that um is that the movie seemed to be really cheap to make. Oh yeah. Um, I know they probably destroyed two boats in the process, but uh, otherwise it was pretty low budget. It was really small in scale, but it was still a really interesting story. Yeah. And I mean, I I love that about movies that you can like make a decent story mm. on like low budget. Yeah, and it's it's a very satisfying thriller. It does all the right things. Mm-hmm. And, like, this is the way thrillers have been structured from day one. Like, but from whatever happened to Baby Jane to Gravity. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, you set up all of these tools and skills that our particular character has. Mm -hmm. You put them in a bad situation. You see them use those tools and skills and constantly be thwarted until they overcome their obstacles. Mm -hmm. And it's very simple, uh, but it's incredibly engrossing, especially when you're, like, I know the guns in that box. You got to go get the gun out of that box. Uh-huh. And you see them like inching towards the box, but then like the killer turns around. It's a whole thing. Uh-huh. Like it's, it's a dance. It's like a, it's a roller coaster and it's very engrossing. Well, that's good. I didn't like, I didn't see it that way before. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I that's good. That's good. You're enlightening me. Like, Oh, like just, it's all about getting that one inch closer every single time. And every yeah. time it's just like taken away from you until you finally get that last inch and yeah, you, exactly. you, know, you get your freedom. That's cool. I never, like I didn't make that connection mm-hmm. before. And that's what a uh, red eye is like that. The West Craven mm-hmm. movie. I mean, it, it's a very like for when a thriller has a simple plot and like one major goal, mm-hmm. that's kind of how it's structured. And mm-hmm. it's always, or gen- depending on the filmmaker, but like a very engrossing story. Mm-hmm. And like you get a really good sense of the geography of the where you are and exactly how everything works. It's cool. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. I will recommend to you watch Hard Candy. Another I, thriller. Yes. I'd, I've been meaning to. Um, okay, Sergio. This is the first movie of this month and I think only movie of this month that you haven't seen. Um, does it make you want to spend more time with aquatic thrillers swimming around? No, yeah, I'm having a great time. Okay, great. <laughs> I think I was the most excited going into this month. Um, I have seen three out of the four movies. I don't remember much about Orca. Uh-huh. Uh, was that a surprise? No, people, we'd reveal that in like the first okay, episode. Okay, okay, good. So whatever. Um, so yeah, I, I love the ocean. I'm a true Californian. Go the coast. Uh, <laughs> I have nothing else to say. All right, great. 
Um, yeah, Dead Calm is it's a much different vein than the other three movies that mm-hmm. we've watched. Because the other ones we've just watched, it's basically big sea monsters try to eat people. And in this one, Billy Zane is the sea monster. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'll just say it right now. Next week, we will be watching the much ballyhooed orca, the killer whale. <laughs> surprise, surprise. I know, which we, I think we've talked about every week up until then, but I'm excited to finally see it because I haven't seen it. Yay. Um, if you want to contact us about Dead Calm, I hope you've seen it. It's on Amazon, so you can check it out. Mm-hmm. I should have said that at the beginning, but whatever. Um, you can contact us on Twitter at Scream101Pod, on Facebook at Scream101Podcast, email us at Scream101Podcast at gmail.com, find us on iTunes, subscribe, rate, and review us. And if you give us a review, I'll get you a digital download code for The Shallows, because that is an aquatic horror movie. That everybody should watch. Oh, it's so good. Did it's- we review that one? No, we didn't. I don't think so. We should do that. We should have. Yeah, we should do that. Maybe. If you um, want to, if you feel up to it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, d- I did really enjoy The Shallows. Yeah, it's Steven the gravity Seagull. of Blake Lively shark movies. Steven Seagal. Yeah, there's a seagull who's incredible. The best best See, actor of the that year. animal was useful, okay? Not like the dumb dog like who's ruining dog. everything. Um, but yeah, and also a new addition to our credits, our theme song. Is a beat for you by Pseudo Echo. I got to practice saying that. Great. I don't know what I'm supposed to say to this. You say congratulations. Congratulations, my dude. On our new theme song, which I'm very proud of. All righty. I love Pseudo Echo. I've heard of them just today. Um, yep. I mean, they're they're the al- like the original album that like this their early stuff is on isn't even available on American iTunes really but they have a more recent album from like 2011 called Ultraviolet that you should also check out because it's very good okay um so did you have to buy it through like Australian iTunes I mean physical media is still a oh, thing oh okay so you had it before good job Brennan yeah, I yeah, see yeah. what you did there uh-huh um, but yeah, so if you want to spend money on our super wonderful band, you can buy their new album, Ultraviolet. 2011. Check it out. Check it before you wreck it. Yeah. All right. Good luck on your journey, everyone. All right. And stay gold. Don't hate us, Peter. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Well, we're starting this over, so it doesn't really matter. Well, I was just going to put in the bloopers, maybe, because okay. you could always use bloopers. Okay. We're going to try to take a video. There's, oh, she is. Oh, she's going crazy. I love Leia. Make a clap, cat. No. No, she's making her hands clap. Let me see your hands clap. Do, there do, you do, go. Do, do, do. Minions, minions. <laughs> ah. Oh, oh. Oh, she got it. She won. <laughs> she got violent towards the end there. <laughs> <laughs> I was not in the mood to win. This episode was brought to you by Pod People Productions. To find more episodes of this show and others, please visit podpeople.me. It's podcasts for the weird at heart. Hello there. I'm Uncle Ponyboy. Do you like suspense? Don't go in there! Buckets of blood and human excrement? Pour upon me! Gratuitous nudity with more boobies than you can handle? Let me see them. And radical hairstyles? Oh, yeah! Then you should check out the Gorgab Podcast. Hosted by yours truly and DJ Gill. You can find us on the iTunes Podcast Store and on Twitter at Gorgab Podcast. And while you're at it, go ahead and go check out cupholderradio.com. It's podcast for the weird at heart.